This episode of the Savannah Zombie Podcast is brought to you by Valhalla Books and their new anthology, The Devil's Do, where nothing is as it seems. It's 13 stories by 13 awesome authors about making deals that go wrong. You can check it out at ValhallaBooks.com. You're listening to the Savannah Zombie Podcast, the podcast of author Josh Vasquez. That's me, and this is the podcast where I talk about all kinds of things. I talk about uh, writing and and books and my journey as an author and storytelling and zombies sometimes. And sometimes I talk about things like Star Wars because I'm nerdy and I'm into that stuff. So, uh, yeah. And uh, that's one of the joys of uh, doing this podcast is I just get to talk about it. just get things off my chest, you know? Sometimes I get to record the intro to podcast twice because something happens and uh, it, I'm not sure what's going on, which is the case for this one. So this is take two. Um, I don't do a lot of editing with the podcast. Uh, if you've listened before, you kind of know how it goes. I record this on my way to work. Sometimes <laughs> things happen. And I guess uh, I just got a notification and um, it looked like it was still recording, but uh, I didn't have any sound in my headphones. So I got kind of worried there. Decided to start the whole thing over. So yeah, fun stuff. Um, but yeah, we're going to be talking a little bit more about Star Wars and Disney's sequel trilogy. I listened back to last week's episode and I was like, you know what? I feel like I came off a little bit a little bit negative on on these movies and i really i really did enjoy them i enjoyed them when they came out uh, i saw force awakens and the last jedi both multiple times in theaters um and uh, i didn't see rise of skywalker um multiple times just just the one time um, which i kind of wish i had gone back and seen it again but i did not and it's not in theaters anymore so in fact nothing's in theaters well there's i mean there's some things in theaters but uh, yep, no no movies this year. Uh, but anyways, uh, so this week uh, I'm gonna go back and talk about some of the things that I liked about uh, Rise of Skywalker, or not Rise of Skywalker, uh, just itself, but like the whole Disney sequel trilogy from The Force Awakens to uh, The Rise of Skywalker. And uh, yeah, just, just be a little bit more, you know, I guess a little bit more positive this time. You know, there's a lot of negative uh, fandom in Star Wars fans, and um, you know some of that's deserved. Some of it's a little bit too much, uh, but yeah. So I just want to go pump some some positive vibes back into the galaxy far, far away. Um, in this week's episode, uh, first up, just a little housekeeping. Um, even though, like, I guess <laughs> I've already kind of talked a little bit about the how this uh, podcast is made. Um, I noticed in last week's episode that there was some crackly audio in the second half. Um, I think that was just due to the connection of the headset between my phone. Um, not a hundred percent sure. It sounded like anytime like I went over like a bump. Um, not sure why that would affect it, um, but that's just what happens when you got a couple of connections um, in your in your uh, microphone line. So yeah, just one of the the. the the downsides of, I guess, kind of doing it in my car on the go. Um, 
But that's how I do this. How I do this podcast is I uh, record it on my way to work, sometimes on my way home from work if, you know, the episode needs a little bit of extra time. Um, but, uh, yep, that's, uh, that's how it gets done. I don't I do not do a lot of editing. I will start an episode over, though, if I think things are being weird because uh, the app I use to record the majority of this audio, um, it's a cool little app called Boss Jack. I think it's called, actually, Boss Jack Jr. because this is, like, the light version. Uh, there used to be, like, a full, like, uh, like, I guess, premium version that you could pay for and all that. But they have since, since did away with it. And this is all that remains. Um, but I really like it. It's really, it's, like, just a simple soundboard. Um, and I haven't found anything to kind of, like, duplicate it. Um, but I just like that I can hit that button, play the intro music, and then record my uh, little intro over it. It's really simple. Um, and then uh, take that audio and put it in the Anchor FM app. And uh, that's how I do my podcast, y'all. That's it. You've seen it behind the curtain, all right? It's pretty easy. So when you hear me do those ads for Anchor, and I'm talking about, oh, yeah, it's so easy. It really is, guys. It really is so easy. So if you have, like, a podcast idea um, and you want to, you know, try something, like, you, you can do it. You can do it. It's, it's, uh, that was one of the big things that kind of uh, held me off from doing a podcast and all that because I like, I like blogging. I like the idea of blogging. I just don't have time to like write you know like all these extra like blogs and stuff like that and I always feel super guilty when I spend time on blogs I'm like this is time you could be spend writing you know on your books and stuff and anyways it's just a big old vicious circle so I found uh I found out I could just do this podcast through Anchor FM and it's uh yeah I feel like it's kind of filled in that gap a little bit but, uh, yeah, so that's, like, all that stuff I just said, I don't get paid to say that, so, um, but I do get paid when you listen to those, uh, ads, um, it's not much, just a couple of cents, uh, per listen, but every little bit helps, so I appreciate you, uh, listening to the, the same ads over and over, I do try to kind of refresh them every now and then, so it's not the same thing, for all you regular listeners, um, and if it's your first time listening to the show, hey, you just got a little sneak peek behind behind the scenes there, so you know what's going on and you know what to expect from further episodes of the Savannah Zombie Podcast. So, without further ado, let's take a sip of coffee and uh, we'll jump into Disney's Star Wars sequels and the things that I really enjoyed out of them. Mmm. That's good. That's good. So I switched to uh, vanilla almond milk last uh, last week. Just trying to cut out some of that calorie that creamers are in. That calorie creamers got in there. I tried. I put creamer in my coffee today, and man, it is so much better than <laughs> that almond milk. Man, that job is so much better. It's creamy and delicious. But anyways. Alright, so yeah, I listened to last week's uh, episode, as I normally do, I normally try to, you know, just give it a listen through, make sure everything's good, and you know, you know, everything records fine, stuff like that, and uh, I just, uh, you know, I, I felt like I kind of maybe came across just a tad bit negative on Disney's uh, sequel trilogy, um, and I really, I really did enjoy these, these, these movies, they were a lot of fun. Like I said, I, I saw the first two a couple times in theaters, and um, 
I, even though I only saw Rise of Skywalker once, I really enjoyed the uh, experience in theaters. It was a lot of fun, and I came out of all three movies being like, "Woo, that was that was fun. I had a blast." Um, and I feel like, uh, like weirdly enough, like uh, coming out of theaters, like even though I only saw Rise of Skywalker once. I feel like I had, like, the most fun coming out of that one, um, just because, like, it was just, like, it was just the end, and, you know, it was, like, it's almost like I didn't need to see it, uh, another time. I have, you know, since watched it again on Disney Plus once it was released on there, and, uh, yeah, it's still, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things in there I like. So, let's get into the stuff, alright? Uh, first off, like... I think the biggest thing about these movies is the casting of these movies. It's just it's just great, and um, I think it's one of the, the the greatest strengths of the the newer movies. Is like even though it's like super exciting that they were able to get you know the big three to come back: Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and Harrison Ford, who pretty much like Harrison Ford was like, yeah, I don't ever want to do a Star Wars movie again. Um, they were able to get like all three of them to come back and it's exciting to see um our old heroes you know um as older versions of themselves even though some people disagree with how they ended up and stuff like that um it was really cool to see them um as as uh, older people that who have lived in this world for like the past like 20 30 years now and um and, uh, yeah, it's just, it was just a lot of fun for that. But, like, I think the, the biggest strength that um, these movies have is, like, the casting of their, of their new characters. Um, like, Daisy Ridley as Rey. I think she's really, she's really good as, uh, as an actress. And I felt like she really uh, personified that character super well. Um, John Boyega as Finn um, was a lot of fun. And um, Oscar Isaac, who's just, again, another uh, amazing actor. And just to see him uh, have fun as Poe. And uh, it was just really good. And I think, um, not trying to be negative again, but I think, like, one of the things about it is, like, that these actors and actresses, like, they were, like, so good. And in their roles and all that, you almost wanted to see them kind of do more. Um, which, uh, kind of felt like sometimes, like, I don't know, it's like almost like a juggling act of trying to, like, all right, spend some time with the, the big three characters from the original trilogy, but also, like, with these new characters kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, like, I felt like, like, as far as, like, casting-wise, like, everybody was really, really, really good, and I could just go down the line with all the, uh, all the new characters, and, um, of course, like for me, like the biggest one though is uh, Adam Driver as Kylo Ren. I like I was thinking about this last night in the shower as I was thinking about stuff for this this week's episode. Um, I really I could watch like a whole like the whole trilogy if it was just based just based on him. Um, and I was thinking like that would be a really cool premise. Like if like Kylo Ren was like the main character of the trilogy instead of kind of like Ray, you know, like what if he was like, 
not only the like the big bad in the beginning but like he was like the last jedi like he kind of had like that that uh, turn for good uh as opposed to a turn for evil and then like a quick turn for good <laughs> and um then he becomes you know basically becomes like kind of like the last jedi and like ends up becoming the coming around full circle um back to the light side just like his grandfather um which i thought would have been really cool um which they kind of did um it was kind of a, a little bit more of a a quick turn there at the uh, the end of rise of skywalker but uh yeah i mean adam driver is like he's just a, a phenomenal actor and um i think i first uh i first saw him in the show girls um which is like one of those shows that it's not really one of the things that like uh was like super into but like like there was the characters um played by adam driver and then a couple of other characters on the show that i was kind of like i really liked them and like their story arcs as far as like like the main story arc and lena dunham's i was like i don't really care for this but you know you take what you can i guess you know how to stuff and uh, I didn't boycott it or anything because I'm not one of those people like, oh, this needs to be taken off the TV. Um, but yeah, no, it's just uh, really enjoyed Adam Driver in that show. And then I was super excited when they cast him as, as Kylo Ren, uh, Ben Skywalker. And uh, yeah, it's one of the one of my favorite things in the, uh, the new sequel trilogy. It's just basically any scene with him in it. He's just so good. Um, yeah, so let's see, we got Kylo Ren, and what else? Uh, I, I do like, I know I kind of like, uh, I don't want to say hated on it, but like, I do like that they did a lot of like practical, practical effects and stuff like that, and they did try to make the world seem like real um, as much as possible and try to capture some of that vibe. Like, I do appreciate like the sentiment behind that. Um, I felt like they kind of maybe like just swung a little bit too hard towards that <laughs> towards that end um, and kind of just got so wrapped up in making all these practical effects stuff that they uh, just kind of you know slacked on the story um, a little bit but I yeah some of the stuff that they pulled off in this movie is just it's just crazy and then you find out that like oh that's an actual thing that somebody made that's really uh really cool like the big uh hapabore like big uh i guess it's kind of like a cross between like a hippopotamus and a rhino thing and a giant pig it's like in the beginning of the force awakens it's drinking water when like finn comes out of the desert and he's like just looking for water and nobody's giving him the time of day so he he's drinking the water out of this trial of this giant animal and uh yeah that whole thing was like practical it was like a real real deal which is uh kind of cool to to learn about um especially like from like how far they came from um uh, a new hope a new hope like the the banthas that are on tatooine are basically i found out that, that they're just elephants covered in like this like costume thing um and so yeah like it's uh it's pretty cool but uh, there's like so much uh practical stuff in here i mean they basically rebuilt the millennium falcons so that was super cool for them to kind of just put all the uh time and effort into just remaking that set and uh 
just uh, you know the, the, the level of detail that they put into these movies I mean it just shows like how much they really cared about getting this right um, even though like like I talked about last week and then you know many other people have their opinions on the Disney trilogy like I feel like they really did try to do uh, a good job of trying to get this right I feel like especially and I feel like this is the same thing when the prequels came out. It's like the expectations for these movies and the hype for these movies was so high that there's no way that whatever they did, there's no way that it could live up to the hype. Um, and I think, like, I think so many people were, like, so excited about The Force Awakens um, that they kind of didn't see the issues it had and then when The Last Jedi came out, it kind of like really just blew things up. And uh, yeah, I think it was more then that people kind of started to see like the, the holes in the armor, <laughs> I guess. And uh, hold on, let me move this mic because I got a call. <clears throat> All right, that would have been way louder if I hadn't moved the mic, so you're welcome. But uh, yeah, um, and yeah, I, like I said, I really enjoyed these movies. They were fun to watch. They were a lot of, uh, like, just just a good time, you know? I mean, Last Jedi was kind of a little bit of a, a downer in some spots. Um, but, you know, so was Empire Strikes Back. And I think it's a thing, too, like, especially for, like, for, like, my generation. Like, we grew up with Star Wars, like, either on, like, you know, videotape or on DVD. Um, and now for, like, like the current generations, like, they've had Star Wars, like, on Blu-ray, they've had the prequels, they've had it on Disney+, Plus, and, like, you could just sit there and just watch the whole series, you know? You could sit there and watch, uh, a new, de- or new, I, why do I keep saying that? I keep mixing it up. Uh, maybe because I kind of, um, based, uh, a new death on A New Hope, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. I'll talk about my zombie books some other time. Um... But you can watch A New Hope, and then you, you can directly go into Empire Strikes Back. Um, you can pop in that, that, that videotape into your VCR, or that DVD into your DVD player, or, you know, just go to the next Disney Plus <laughs> file. And, um, yeah, you can, you can just jump into the next episode. You can jump into the next movie. And uh, especially with Empire Strikes Back, like, it ended on such a like a downer note with Han being frozen in carbonite and like, you know, like the good guys kind of got their butts handed to him. Um, Luke lost his hand. He found out uh, Darth Vader's Luke's dad. Spoilers if you haven't seen a movie that came out a bajillion years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, when like that movie came out, like people left the theaters. They didn't know what happened next and they wouldn't know what happened next until Return of the Jedi came out. And, like, it was, like, so, like, almost, like, so, like, traumatizing, um, not to, like, be, like, overdramatic, but, like, that, like, even, like, when George Lucas was making Return of the Jedi, he, uh, consulted, uh, uh, a child psychologist, like, hey, like, our kid's gonna be okay with Darth Vader being Luke's dad, and... So they added a scene in that in Return of the Jedi with Yoda kind of confirming it, just to be like, hey, you know, like, yeah, it is, it is true. Um, and <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, I just like, like, I wasn't alive at the time. It came out in 1980, so seven years before I was born. Um, and uh, yeah, like, I like, 
if, if hey, if you saw Empire Strikes Back in, in theaters and you had to wait for Return of the Jedi to come out in theaters, uh, let me know what it was like. Uh, you can leave me a message on Anchor FM. You can hop over to the Savannah Zombie Novel Instagram and drop a message there. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I bet it was like the same way, man. Like, because it ends on such a cliffhanger and such a just a downbeat, and like you you don't know what's gonna happen next, and like you had to wait. I think. Uh, Return of the Jedi came out in 83, so it's like three years apart. You had to wait three years to find out what happened. You had to find out three years to find out if uh, Darth Vader was telling the truth about... I mean, there's grown adults that were like, no, there's there's no way. There's no way that he's uh, Luke's father. And, um, you know, like it was like the whole thing with, with The Last Jedi. It's like Kylo Ren reveals to Rey that her parents... Are nobodies they're they're junkers they they traded you for drinking money and like like you don't have a past like and it was this just this huge thing because like up until this point it had been like who are Ray's parents you know who where did Ray come from like what is like where's what is her like past and stuff like that and uh, Kylo Ren just blows it all up and he's like you know what it doesn't matter you you don't have a past you're just a nobody but you're strong in the force and you have a future and that's when he holds out the hand he's like join me and it's just like this huge it's 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 empire strikes back and like if you if if you're one of those people like empire strikes back is is easily one of the best star wars movies and it's my favorite star wars movie of all the movies were star wars movies and all the star wars movies were empire strikes back this world will be a better place if you're one of those people and you didn't like the last jedi you're an idiot all right because it's the same freaking movie and i'm sorry if i'm getting a little heated but it's been sitting on my chest for a long time because there's so many people who are like i don't like the last jedi last jedi is bad it made luke a, a, a big old baby it it's the same movie luke's a big old baby the entire first trilogy except for return of the jedi when he's just a big baby in a black cape all right like it just luke's always been a big baby okay <laughs> like don't be upset that now as he's an old man he's a big baby still <laughs> like like that's the thing it's like Oh man, just oh, drives me crazy, dude. It's like, yeah, it's like, I feel like when people get bent out of shape about stuff like that, especially like the Last Jedi. Um, I did. I remember doing a podcast episode for um, my wife's cousin's husband, <laughs> uh, Thomas Herman. He uh, he does a podcast called the Geekly Odd Oddcast, and um, I remember when the Last Jedi came out. He's like, Hey, I know, I know you really like the Last Jedi. I'm kind of doing like this panel episode where I have one person who liked The Last Jedi, one person who didn't like it, one person kind of who's indifferent, and he wanted me to be the one that, like, actually liked The Last Jedi. I was like, yeah, like, I, this, easily out of this Disney trilogy, The Last Jedi is the best. Just like Empire Strikes Back is the best out of the original trilogy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I, That's one of the things, like, when it comes to the Disney trilogy, I really like The Last Jedi. Yes, there were some scenes in there that were like, okay, this is kind of dumb. Like the whole whole deal on Canto Bite, I was not a fan of. And then it was just super funny to me, me personally, me Joshua, um, like how much effort and stuff that they put into like all this practical effects and stuff like that. 
um, and they make all these new aliens for the Canto Bite scene and stuff like that, and it's all this practical, you know, just fun stuff that they did. And then it has, like, easily the worst CGI in, in any Star Wars movie with that, uh, uh, with the, uh, uh, what are they called? Fathomers, the big, big horse things running through the city and running amok. And just like, it's like, it's so bad. It's like laughingly bad CGI. And like, this is not good. <laughs> like people want to give the CGI in the, um, in the prequels, uh, like a bad shake. And you know, like some of it is, but go back and watch, um, Empire, or not Empire, Episode 1, Madam Menace, go back and watch that pod racer scene. That pod racer scene, that, that is, that is legit, dude. And that's, that's 1999, folks. Like, and that's when that movie came out. Like, that wasn't even made in 1999, you know? Like, that was probably made in, like, 97, 98, that scene. And that's some legit CGI. That still holds up. Now, granted, some of the CGI in in uh, Phantom Menace is super dated, like the battle on uh, Naboo, like the backgrounds and stuff like that. Super, you know, just simple. You know, it, it you can definitely tell it's definitely old, older CGI doesn't hold up. Um, but uh, like the fight scene, like the the in between, like the droids and the Gungans and all that, that's still pretty decent. Um, even in our time, and then just for like the last Jedi to kind of throw that. I'm not. I'm not. Again, not trying to be negative on Disney's sequel trilogy, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like just for them to throw that one scene in there. Like if that last Jedi didn't have that scene, like if they had like worked that out some different way, felt like it would have been like a way stronger movie. Um, just that whole kind of scene that was kind of just it was just kind of weird. It's like a side quest. It's like. Uh, but anyways, um, I'm at work and, you know, I'm not done with my thoughts. Star Wars gets my, my thought machine going so much, so much stuff to think about. So I'll do another, uh, extended episode today, a two-parter for me, just a, a normal, <laughs> normal one-parter for you. And, uh, yeah, so let's see, make sure there's no trucks coming around this corner. Don't look like it. All right. This dude's is he stuck? And he looks stuck. All right, cool. <laughs> Sorry, we're playing musical trucks here in the parking lot. Just trying to make sure I don't get hit. Um. Anyways, but yeah, um, I'm going to pause the episode for me and I'll be back in a couple minutes. So please enjoy these uh, advertisements. <laughs> um, but really, it's just an advertisement for Anchor FM, which I already kind of talked about this episode, and then uh, Valhalla Books, the anthology. Um, so um, just I appreciate you guys listening to that stuff, and I'll see y'all in a little bit. There it is. I see it. This episode of the Savannah Zombie Podcast is brought to you by Valhalla Books' upcoming anthology, The Devil's Do. Nothing is ever as it seems. It will be gotten wealth, fame, and glory come at a high price. 
Featuring award-winning authors and Horror Writers Association members, The Devil's Due offers enthralling horror stories of underhanded deals gone awry. And if you pre-order it now, it'll deliver to your device on Halloween. Yes, that's right, October 31st of this year. Halloween's not canceled, y'all. So go ahead and go out there and pre-order it now. I've got a story in it. I think it's pretty good. You should definitely check it out. Alright, welcome back. Uh, hey, guys, how's it going? I always gotta work my way, like, work myself back up into this, uh, to this podcast mode when I get, get back from working all day and I'm on my way home. But, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty good day. Uh, no, no issues or whatnot today. It's just, just, just smooth, you know, which is nice. Nice for a Tuesday. Um, but anyways, yep. Uh, I think the big difference too is like <laughs> to these second parts. Like I noticed it like last week. I'm definitely uh, uh, I'm just a little bit more like tired and stuff, dudes. And um, yeah, I just uh, you know I don't I don't have uh, I normally get that fresh cup of coffee in me in the morning and I'm still drinking it, you know. Uh, where now it's just like I'm just uh, yeah, man. Let's let's just get home, dudes. Oh, but anyways, I'm trying to put a little bit more emphasis into it, a little bit more, sh- uh, a little bit more, um, spunk, spunk, I don't know, that's, that's a weird word to use nowadays, uh, it just has so many different meanings that are not appropriate for all ages podcasts, but anyways, let's get, let's get back into Star Wars, cause that's, that's what we came here, that's what we came here, right, I'm all about a little Star Wars, and, um, yeah, get out of here. Exit music or intro music. You've served your purpose. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, let's see. Uh, when I left off, because I went back and re-listened to it to actually, you know, help me get back into it. Um, we're talking about CGI and how like some of the stuff in the prequels like still holds up, and some of it not so much. And then it was just like a weird kind of thing in the uh, in Last Jedi where. Um, they just threw in this weird scene, man, of riding these 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 beasts. <laughs> it just looks bad, man. I'm trying to think, is there any like wonky CGI in uh, Force Awakens? Or not Force Awakens? Um, Force Awakens was pretty pretty even on everything. There was nothing that really stood out as kind of weird. I guess Maz Kanata was kind of, I mean, obviously the big CGI character, but I mean, I, yeah, I thought it looked pretty good. Um, um, let's see. Did the Rise of Skywalker have any? I don't remember off the top of my head. Weird. I mean, there was that, that snake thing in the ground but I think that was practical. I don't think that was... Uh, uh, yeah, I don't I don't think there was, but um, uh, other than like the big, I mean the big thing, but they didn't really use any uh, CGI, but of course Carrie Fisher passed away after The Last Jedi. And, um, or I guess she really passed away before it came out. Um, which was just this huge, uh, huge, you know, bummer. 
and um, they decided to use like old footage of her um, not old footage but footage from The Force Awakens that they didn't use um, to kind of give her a, a more solid send off in the movie as opposed to just having her you know just not show up in the third one um, but uh, yeah so that wasn't really CGI in, in uh, The Rise of Skywalker I feel like I really like The Rise of Skywalker like I like all the things that they got going on in it I just feel like it's way too much for one movie um, I feel like um, in my opinion what happened is J.J. Abrams set all of this stuff up in The Force Awakens expecting people to be like alright we're going to answer some of these uh, questions that old J.J. left for us but then Ryan Johnson comes in and he's like yeah I'm not going to do that man um, and kind of just kind of did away with a lot of the stuff like you know Ray's parentage and stuff like that and you know like the, the Knights of Ren and like he just did didn't do none of it and um so when jj abrams came back to direct the rise of skywalker i felt like he was trying to like basically cram all the stuff that didn't get answered in the last jedi into rise of skywalker and it just felt like like it was almost like too like too much for one movie um and and it's got the longest runtime out of all the star wars movies and it definitely uh it definitely just just seems like a lot for one movie and it's at a breakneck pace like it is like there's no no time to breathe in Arise of Skywalker and um I feel like that's just one of the things that like uh that kind of just hindered that movie I felt like like in my opinion I liked all the stuff that they did and all the you know I guess like story choices and stuff that they did for it I didn't mind Palpatine kind of coming back um in a sense um I know a lot of people were like oh really they they brought back Palpatine like I mean for me like it just made sense because I mean he's kind of like the one that started everything off in the Phantom Menace and kind of just slowly been pulling strings behind the scenes um and you know he wasn't really dead or his consciousness wasn't dead he's and kind of deal and like it's pulls in a lot of stuff from like uh, the former extended universe which is now legends um, in the new Star Wars canon and stuff like that and I don't know I, it didn't bother me as much I really I liked it um, I know some people were just hoping for like a new big bad but like that would have just been weird to like introduce like a, a completely new big bad guy at the end or in Rise of Skywalker because I mean Kylo Ren kills off Snoke in The Last Jedi. Of course, all of this is spoilers if you haven't seen these movies, but if you haven't seen these movies and you're listening to this podcast, what are you doing? I say it all the time, but like, <laughs> I talk about some stuff like that's been out for years, and if you haven't seen it, man, if I just spoiled it for you, that's on you, man. That's not on me. Um, so, anyways, but yeah, Kylo Ren kills off Snoke. He becomes the supreme leader in The End of The Last Jedi and in the beginning of Rise of Skywalker. I felt like for them to like introduce like a new big bad um, would have been just a bad idea. So I'm kind of glad that they brought Palpatine back and he was just kind of pulling strings um, behind the scenes. Uh, I really liked how they did it in the very beginning, the very beginning of Rise of Skywalker. Of course, it's Kylo Ren, so I was like super excited about it. And uh, he's just going to town on these on on these fighting these dudes, and you don't really know. Uh, 
you don't really know um, who these guys are. Of course, that's one of the downsides of it because it's going so fast and it's such a breakneck speed on this thing. Like you don't really know who these guys are. He's fighting. He's just he's just going to town on them, and uh, he's got one of like the coolest like fighting uh, styles too. Um, I've seen complaints about like the new sequel trilogies and how the lightsaber battles are are not as good. But, dude, Kylo Ren's fighting, like, he's just, like, all over the place, and just, like, it just matches his personality, just super good. Um, but, yeah, just, it dives right in, goes into, uh, goes into, um, him discovering that Palpatine is still alive, and they, I feel like the way that they kind of reveal that Palpatine has been pulling the strings all the time, with the whole, like, I've been every voice in your head, and then you hear it in, you hear it in his voice, you hear it in Snoke's voice, and then you hear it in Vader's voice. I just thought that was really cool. Um, of course, you know, you get that that, that little uh, little clip of uh, Andy Serkis doing Snoke's voice, and then uh, the little clip of uh, James Earl Jones doing uh, Darth Vader's voice. It's just just a nice little touch, you know? It's just one of the, one of the, I mean, I feel like The Rise of Skywalker is a pretty decent cake with some, some awesome sprinkles on it, and you know, like, it's just, it's just fun. Um, yeah, I think it was just kind of, I don't know, it's a balance between, like, just having this be a fun kind of end to this, this saga, but at the same time, like, you want a, it's a bit of a serious ending to this, like, there's weight to it kind of stuff, um, I, I feel like they did a good job of balancing all of that, like I said, I think my only, my only complaint about Rise of Skywalker is it just, uh, it, it really it, it could have either been longer it could have been a two parts they could have infinity ward us and be like oh just kidding there's actually an episode 10 um and it comes out in i don't know like two months i don't know something like that and uh like i felt like it would have been a little bit stronger give you a little bit more character development i think that was the big thing is because it was moving at such a fast pace like you just don't get the character development there you get this whole thing where like finn's got something to tell ray but he never has the time or it's just not the right time kind of deal and then you come to find out after the movie you don't even find out in the movie it's just like one of those things that gets revealed afterwards that poe or not not poe uh finn is force sensitive and like that would have been that would have been a really cool thing to see because like that's that's one of the things like you see in the force awakens you see finn uh actually fight kylo ren he's just a stormtrooper like at the very beginning of this movie like he's just a stormtrooper he's only trained with a with a blaster and he ends up like being able to uh man the guns in this tie fighter man the cannons in the millennium falcon um and do all this kind of just this crazy stuff and i mean there's no explanation given for Rey except that she's kind of force sensitive. Um, but like Finn does all this cool stuff too. And then they just kind of like leave it on the floor and it never gets addressed. And it's just, it just, I mean, John Boyega is just a, such a, a good actor and he just did such a good job with that role. It just, it, it's almost like unfair that they didn't, uh, develop that cut, that character a little bit more, um, which would have been a lot of fun. It would have been a lot of fun to kind of see, Ray in this uh, uh, master apprentice relationship with Leia, like like we see in the movie, but also she's got this kind of budding uh, master apprentice relationship with uh, with Finn. That would have been really cool. They kind of did it in the Lego Star Wars uh, comedy or not comedy Christmas special on Disney Plus, um, 
which I was like, yeah, that's like that's why why are we waiting until the Lego Christmas special to put this stuff in like this anyways so um, and of course like after this movie came out like they were just like we're gonna put a hold on Star Wars movies for a while so it's like it's just getting good and I, I know I mentioned it in last week's episode where I, I just feel like the the Force Awakens is is prologue and like there's some of it it's like okay we didn't I mean, we didn't need to have all of this. Dude, if you're going to get over, man, you got to accelerate. You can't just, you can't just uh, scooch on over to somebody's lane and then just slow down, bro. Ah, man, that's the, that's the fun part about doing the podcast while you're driving. Sometimes people be dumb. Um, but uh, anyways, um, and they steal your train of thought. Um, so, <laughs> um, golly, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, Force Awakens being prologue. So, oh, this person in front of me, man, they're driving me crazy. Um, so, the Force Awakens, like, I felt like like a lot of, like, it's, it's just evident that they didn't have a plan for these three movies from the get-go. Like, major beats, like, hey, like, these are the things that are going to happen in this, in this trilogy. Uh, these are the plot points we're going to wrap up from the former movies. These are the plot points we will wrap up from the prequels. It's just like they tried so hard to just recapture that Star Wars magic in The Force Awakens. And they did it perfectly, but all at the expense of the greater story. And that is my biggest thing about this series of movies. <laughs> oh, but like individually a lot of fun uh as a trilogy a lot of fun as the end of the skywalker saga it just that's where it falls short and that is the biggest thing to me is you have people that have grown up with star wars the original trilogy then you have people that have grown up with that original trilogy like like me like my age my generation with it like on home video and then being able to see the prequels in in theaters and then you have this the an even younger the generation than me who have grown up with the prequels and the original trilogy just being able to watch them on dvd or blu-ray and just being able to go through that whole saga and then these movies come out and then this is supposed to be like their star wars but at the same time like I mean, I'm sure there was plenty of people that went to go see The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker that didn't see, like, the previous movies. But, like, how are you not even, like, like, how is it not even an, I like, it, it's just not, it's not, it doesn't even seem like it's an idea that you didn't think about. We are wrapping up this series from the original trilogy and the prequels and, like, Yes, you want to be able to do your own thing, but at the same time, it's like you're you gotta wrap it up, man. And like it's just it's just so so clear that they just they didn't have a set plan. Um, I know I mentioned it in last episode, and I know, like I said, I was gonna try and be positive, and I really am. Like these, like like I'm not trying to like knock it. It's just like this is my biggest thing that just drove me crazy. Um, and it's just like it's just super clear that they did not have a plan from the beginning of what to do with these three movies and it's just a real bummer um just a real bummer because now like you got this whole thing with like star wars fan where you got 
a, a decent amount of people who are just straight up toxic like fans who just like are just pooping over everything and just you know just being just being d bags you know just bags of d um and uh and you know just not good and but then you have these other people that are just like if you don't like like one thing or like like me like i feel like i'm just kind of voicing my like frustrations with it and all that stuff like i feel like people would label me a toxic fan i'm not a toxic fan i love star wars and you know i i did just that's a part of it like when you like really love a series and you're like really invested in it like yeah, you're going to have disappointments when things don't work out like the way, not that the way that I wanted them to, but like, it's just, they weren't executed well. And you just, you see it in the sequel trilogy. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just the fandom's in a weird place right now. They've kind of put like movies on hold, even though Disney just had their big, uh, investors day this past Thursday. Um, and they released just a, a, a bevy of new star Wars projects, um, most of them shows go into Disney Plus, which is fine with me because The Mandalorian uh, has been awesome. This past week's episode was probably—I I feel like I say it every week, but like this week's like this week's episode, which is—it was just so good. Um, and I heard somebody, who was it? It was saying, I think it was. The Weekly Planet, which is a podcast done by Mr. Sunday Movies from YouTube, and um, uh, I think they were they were talking about it just briefly. And you're like, it's not like groundbreaking television, like like this is like the most amazing thing, but it's just good. And you can tell that the people that made it just like they really they they care about the property, and it just it just shows, <laughs> it just shows. Um, so uh, yeah, so they got all these new shows coming out. Um, I, I'm a, I'm a Star Wars fan, dude. I, I'll take Star Wars however you give it to me, you know? Um, I'm most likely gonna like it. Um, and like I said, I, I really did enjoy these three movies. I had a blast seeing them in theaters. Seeing Star Wars in theaters, like, it's, it's just an experience. Um, and, uh, I'm glad that a younger generation, they got to experience it. Um, and you know just the same way that like I grew up with these things like on on video on videotapes man and like not even like like actual copies of the movie they were like like boot like copies that somebody copied off of HBO and uh, yeah so and that's like that's how I watched them man until they finally came back out with the special editions and I got to see the special editions in theaters and then uh, for the the prequel movies that start coming out right after that and I was able to see those in theaters like it's just it's just a magical experience and like I'm just glad that there's more Star Wars that's going to be coming out um, and that you know even though the Disney Plus show like even though they're doing great with the Mandalorian and they've got all these other shows planned like that's great but like the magic of Star Wars is in cinema and I know like right now with like COVID-19 and stuff like this as of right now December 20th of uh 2020 like you know like it's just not people aren't sure about going to theaters and stuff like that and you know I feel like eventually we'll we'll be able to get back to that point and man I just I can't wait to go back to the movies I didn't realize how much like it's one of those things that you don't you don't realize until you you, you can't do it um but uh yeah and there's just so many good movies that were supposed to come out come out this uh this week this year <laughs> but they're all getting moved to next year and 
Yep, it's just a, just a part of life, everybody, you know. Um, but yeah, Disney Plus, uh, they have been uh, knocking it out of the park with The Mandalorian. So I'm not really sure how what I'm going to do with next week's episode. It's definitely going to be talking about The Mandalorian. I'm not sure if I'm going to go and rewatch the first season. This, uh, this, uh, bu- 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 the weekend, that's the word I'm looking for. Golly, it's only Tuesday. Um, <laughs> It's only Tuesday. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, so uh, something like that. Uh, Probably. um, So, yeah, I mean, I think this week is the last episode of season two. So, yeah, we might talk season one and then season two. Um, So if you haven't caught up, if for some reason you're waiting till it all comes out on Friday, I mean, you better binge it this weekend because we're talking about it next week. I'll, you know. I'll make sure I give you some nice little warnings and stuff like that, but I guarantee you we're talking about it next week because, man, there's so much that needs to happen in this last episode, and uh, we will find out if the things that happened that need to happen. I'm trying to stay away from spoilers right now, but, man, I got to talk. I got to get this off my chest, dude. Um, So luckily I got, you know, like the few people at, at work that I can talk to about it. And be like, oh man, did you see this? And then when they did this, and then yeah, all that stuff. Uh, you know that annoying uh, kid that knows way too much about Star Wars that I talked about in last week's episode. Yeah, he me. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, that's. I think that's it for today's episode. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't have too much going on in uh, the book front, other than me trying to find time in between, like holiday stuff and um and work to try to uh get uh, the savannah zombie novel series uh back on track um getting those uh, first two books re-released with uh, valhalla books and then working on finishing up book three getting them all taken care of and um uh yeah so i mean the anthology uh it's still out there we're getting some positive reviews um, so you could check that out on Amazon and um, you can order a paperback copy and you can order a Kindle copy um, and you can check out the reviews that people are leaving. It's pretty positive stuff so far, which is cool. So, yep, uh, reader reviews are important. So if you uh, haven't uh, ever read my stuff, you can still read it for the time being. Um, it's still available on Amazon. Uh, I'll probably pull it off for a couple weeks or I don't know um, to like relaunch things um, under Valhalla Books. And uh, yep, I think that's it. I'm trying to think of anything else going on. Um. Oh, I know. So, uh, if you've listened to the podcast for a while now, then you know, like, normally uh, we'll do these events called Books and Brews, uh, where we team up with one of the local uh, beer breweries here in Savannah, um, Southbound Brewing, uh, Southbound Brewing, excuse me, uh, slip of the tongue, and uh, we get with them and basically hang out. We have, like, three, four, five authors kind of just come hang out. Uh, we'll have our books and stuff like that. And, um, just kind of like mingle, just mingle with the peoples, you know? Um, but yeah, and drink and drink beer and it's fun and we do it and we do it to raise money for the Ronald McDonald house. 
Um, but of course this year with like, uh, COVID and all that stuff, we're not doing the, like the big get togethers and, and the books and brews and stuff like that. So if you go over to Valhalla books on, on Facebook, Adam's sharing a GoFundMe um, for the Ronald McDonald House. So um, if you can do a donation for the Ronald McDonald House, of course they need uh, our help just as much this year, um, and especially without you know being able to do like big fundraisers and stuff like that. You know, uh, this is this is one of the ways that we're just trying to, as a, as a bunch of indie authors, just trying to do some good in the world. Uh, that's one of the ways that we're trying to do it. So go to Valhalla Books on Facebook. Um, check out the uh, the post there. Adam posted it recently. Um, and you can make a donation, however big or small, to the Ronald McDonald House and help out some families this Christmas season. I think that's it for sure this time. Let's do some music. Let's get out of here. You guys have a good week. Um... Episode 8 of the second season of The Mandalorians coming up. What do you think is going to happen? I don't know. Oh, man. I felt like I had a, I had a really big, uh, um, like, a what if, like, this happens uh, this morning. I don't remember what it was right now. But it was good. It was, it was one crazy theory. But I can't think of it. So, anyways, what are your crazy theories for the last episode of Mandalorian Season 2 on Disney Plus? Of which I get no payment for mentioning their name. Maybe one day, that'd be cool. Disney Plus, if you're listening to this podcast. Um, uh, Mickey, if you could just, you know, just throw me a couple of, couple of doll hairs, you know? And, uh... Yeah, I'll keep mentioning Disney Plus on my show. You know what? Probably gonna keep doing it anyways. But yeah, if you want to pay me for it, that'd be pretty dope, Mickey. <sighs> anyways, all right, guys, I'm gonna get out of here. Uh, see you later. See you next week, and uh, have a have a have a good have a good week, y'all.